You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. This is episode 72, Making Decisions. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I am the business and life coach for biofield tuning practitioners who want to turn their practice into an aligned career that points toward freedom, fulfillment, and flexibility. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Hi, Tuner. It's so good to be here with you today. I want to make sure before I get started with today's episode that you know about the new program rate for weekly private coaching, group calls, video training, and a community of other practitioners. The new rate is only $197 a month for the Grow a Thriving Practice program. So it costs per month less than what you would make to do two biofield tuning sessions a month. So we're going to be opening up the doors for this next enrollment period on January 1st. And I'm committing to that date. They're, my brain's offering me all kinds of things. Like, are you going to be like ready? I, You know, I never do anything on New Year's Eve these days. And my brain wants to be like, but what if you like go to a party and you're up all night and <laughs> you forget to answer the or open the door? Not going to happen. We're opening the doors on January 1st. And since this year, 2022, has been the year of doing things I've never done before. And I'm not stopping now. The year is not over yet. I'm going to be offering those on the wait list, something that I've never offered before. So if you're not on the wait list yet, you can get on it ASAP. You don't, you don't need to miss out on anything, right? This is going to be an amazing, never offered before opportunity. And I think you're going to love it. So to get on that wait list, go to jillianfaldmo.com slash enroll. Click the enroll button and then you'll be taken to the waitlist page and you can enter your name and email address and um, you'll get that awesome offer. All right. So today we're talking about decisions, making decisions and following through. And I know that so many of you are challenged by this and I have something that can be super helpful that you can implement right away to start to make decisions easier and to make sure that you follow through with ease and grace. So my clients often come to me with decisions they're trying to make with their business or with their life, and they feel overwhelmed by that decision or they're afraid to make it. And so they bring it to a coaching call with me because they know that two brains are better than one, right? That's why I take my problems to my coach because sometimes I just need another brain to help me. Now, as humans, our brains like to indulge in confusion because confusion is an emotion that stops progress. And when left unsupervised, our primitive brains like when progress is halted because it requires less effort from us, essentially, right? It keeps us in comfort and safety. So in these coaching calls, um, 
we acknowledge that primitive part of our brain that likes that comfort and that safety of not making a decision. We acknowledge it and we understand it. And then we question it and we bring on the higher functioning part of our brain to redirect. We bring on that part of our brain, it's called the prefrontal cortex, which can see things from a bigger picture viewpoint. And this is a place we want to make decisions from. So I take my clients through this process of making decisions, and I'm going to share it here with you today. Some of the decisions I've recently been coaching clients on are um, raising session prices, um, investing in a treatment space, whether to get a space Um, outside of the home or whether to keep the studio in the home, whether to do home visits, right? Um, I coach clients on which offer they want to put out there and even deciding where to start. Sometimes just we have a goal in mind and deciding which step to take first can be a decision that um, proves to be kind of challenging. So I have a five-step process for you. I love offering step-by-steps. Um, and these, this is really the process that I take my clients through. So I'm going to start with step one. First, you want to list your reasons for each of your choices. So for example, if you are making a decision about, about raising your session price, you want to list the reasons why you want to keep your current price And you want to list the reasons for increasing that price or changing it. Okay, so step one, make a list of reasons for each choice. Step two, you want to take note of which reasons you like better. So when you're looking at your reasons for keeping your current price where it is, you want to ask my, yourself, do I like that reason? If the answer is no, okay, take note. Same if the answer is yes. What happens is you'll see in your column of, of choices and reasons that there's a decision there. You're like, wow, I like these reasons a lot more. And so that could be the decision that's best for you and your business. The third step. So let's just say, you know, you've made your list of reasons. You're you're looking at uh, choice two. You're like, I like these reasons better. This seems like the right choice. The third step is going to the worst case scenario. Oftentimes fear uh, prevents us from following through on that choice. So you want to ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen from making this choice? What's the worst thing that could happen? And be totally honest with yourself. If the worst case scenario is death, tell yourself the truth about that and go there. Usually it's not death, but sometimes it is. The worst case scenario could be that we die alone, right? If you really just follow the reason, for example, I raise my session price, right? Worst case scenario, mm, nobody buys it. 
Okay, nobody buys it and then what? And then I don't make any money. Okay, don't make any money and then what? You just want to keep on going through that worst case scenario. So I don't make any money and then I don't have a place to live. And then what? And then I become homeless. And then what? And then I die of disease, right? (laughs) Chances are that's not likely to happen. But we need to go there in our minds to be able to see that it's actually not likely. Because if you don't go there in your mind and you just avoid that worst case scenario, it's like the fear becomes bigger than the action itself and we stop right there. So take yourself to that worst case scenario. Most times you will see the worst case scenario is a thought we will be thinking and or emotion that we'll be feeling. And if you believe that you're capable of experiencing any emotion, knowing that emotions are waves and they don't last forever, right? Then you can be okay with that worst case scenario. So if you find yourself making a decision, but having fear about following through on that decision, take yourself to the worst case scenario and get to that place where you can feel at peace there. You may need a coach to help you through this and that's okay. Sometimes our fears just, they feel so big that having someone else hold the space for us as we kind of go through this process of worst case scenario and then what, and then what, and then what, and then what, and going all the way there, having that person hold space for us can be extremely beneficial. Okay. So first step, list your reasons for each choice. Second step, note which reasons you like better. Third step, go to the worst case scenario. Now we're on to the fourth step. Decide that the right decision is the decision that you make right. In other words, there's no such thing as wrong decisions. I really believe that. I believe that there's always something that we gain from making a decision and following through with it. To me, there's no such thing as time wasted or money wasted. When you adopt this belief that there's no such thing as wrong decisions, believe me, it will become so much easier to make decisions in the future. So, Fourth step, decide that the right decision is the decision you make right. Number five, commit to a length of time to see the decision through. We have a tendency to change course too quickly when we have this fear that things might not go the way we planned, right? So just notice that. When you've noticed maybe a time when you've made a decision and then you kept changing your mind along the way, you never really gave that choice a chance to make it right, right? So I like to think of, I owe myself in my decisions the time to see it through. I I owe myself and my decisions the chance to see if they're going to work. Okay. Now, those are the five steps. I'm going to list them again. 
list your reasons for each of your choices. Note which reasons you like better. Go to the worst case scenario. Decide that the right decision is the decision you make right. And commit to a length of time to see that decision through. Now, one thing that I spoke to earlier is um, when it comes to deciding where to start. I offer my process to, uh, I offer a process to my clients that's known as a scientific process. We've learned this in middle school or high school in science class. So my clients will come to me with something they want to accomplish and they'll tell me they don't know how to get there. So I'll have them spend some time researching and or brainstorming some possible ways to get the result that they want. And I have them make an educated guess on the things that they'll need to do to accomplish what they want to. Then I'll have them test those actions, which means they need to do them because that's the only way you're going to know if something works. You have to try it. I have them decide on an amount of time to try it for, again, what's giving it a fair chance. Then at the end of that time period, we assess. Did it work? Great. We're going to keep doing it. <laughs> if not, let's come up with another hypothesis. So when you are trying to figure out where to start, this is just, you know, coming with it up with an educated guess and deciding to commit to taking the actions, giving it a fair chance and see if it works. Having your own business is all about trial and error. There's really no cookie cutter approach to this. No one size fits all because you are unique and your business, your practice reflects you as an individual, your personality, your unique offer, your voice, your message. And that's why if you want a successful practice, you really have to be willing to fail along the way. Now, I know a lot of us don't like that word. I have come to embrace that word. It's just, it's a word that I was afraid of for a really long time, failure. But the more that I've accepted it, the more I've been willing to experience it. And we have to be willing to experience failure along the way over and over and over again until we find success. I'm serious. It's the only way. And I'm intentionally not sugarcoating this for you because it's really important to me that you hear it from someone who's been in business for seven years, who has tried many things, who has had lots of fails along the way, many missed goals and perfect emails, negative feedback from clients, you name it, I've probably experienced it but I've never stopped trying. And sure, I've wallowed in my own disappointment and sadness, <laughs> but I've always gotten back up. Sometimes within a day, sometimes within a few hours, sometimes within a few weeks. <laughs> it's different every time. I do feel like I'm getting better and better at bouncing back from failure. And here I am this year making over $100,000 in under 30 hours a week, doing what I absolutely love every single day. 
And I've gotten here because I've been willing to mess things up. I've been willing to not be liked by everyone. I've been willing to charge money for what I offer and get no's. And all of that has been pretty uncomfortable at times. Yet, the results I have now have been totally worth it. And it's just going to get better and better and better. I'm going to be able to help more people make more money, experience more freedom in my life by continuing to be willing to fail. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) The amount of discomfort I'd be feeling if I got stuck in failure, like if I stayed in that state of like wallowing and I didn't get back up, that the amount of that discomfort would be 10 times the discomfort of moving through it. You know what I mean? My favorite quote, you've probably heard me say it before, is discomfort is the price of growth. Because it really is. We are going to experience discomfort no matter what. So choose your discomfort. The discomfort of making a decision and following through versus the discomfort of being stuck in indecision is absolutely your choice. I love you so much. I am so proud of you. You've got this, and I'll see you next time. If you are loving these podcast episodes, this is the time to start applying these tools to your business and your practice. Consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice coaching program where you can work on these skills with tailored and individualized support. To learn more, visit JillianFaldmo.com. That's Jillian with a J, Faldmo, F-A-L-D-M-O.com. Thank you.